Revelation 4.1. That's the only verse we're going to read today. No, it's not, but this is the first verse. After this, I looked, and there before me was a door standing open. <laughs> I read a commentator a couple of years ago, or maybe it was Wigglesworth, somebody. He said, the door into heaven is shaped like a cross. <laughs> I don't know. What's your door look like at the house? Is it kind of, got a, is it kind of circular? Is it square? You know, is it small, big? What kind of door do you have to have? He saw a door. John the Revelator, right? Now, whether he's in the spirit or not, I don't know. Whether he's out of the body or not, I don't know. He doesn't know either. Have you ever had an experience with God? An experience with God. He did. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet. Now, what does that sound like? I mean, a voice like a trumpet. Okay, that's pretty powerful. Come up here. I will show you what must take place after this. And I V, after this. King James says, which must be hereafter. All right, so the book of Revelation is divided up into three parts. This will help you. This helps me. The church age, chapters 1 through 3. The church age. We are in right now the church age. Does that make sense? Are we at church? All right, this is the church age. Go to church. Revelation 4 and on, about 1920, 21, is judgment. Then you have the millennial reign of Christ, 1,000-year reign. Pretty easy, cut and dry, right? There, that just took care of Revelation for you. Well, what happens in between 3 and 4? Like right there at verse 1, it says, after this. After what? We just looked at the letters to the churches, right? And all these letters of churches were addressing situations and things that even us go through. We talked about the past couple weeks. Now, we got to figure out what happens to the church because the church is not there from four on. What just happened? Well, heard a motion. <laughs> what is that? And why is the church gone? Now, will there be people that are here when the church leaves? Yes. I don't want to be here. Will there be people born during that time? Yes. Will life go on? Yes. But can you imagine if every church, well, of course, for the church, You know, if you weren't here, you don't look up. And so, we're the church, right? Can you imagine if every, I mean, I'm still bad, right? I'm still not a very good person. I try my very best. I, 
but I'm redeemed, right? I still have crazy thoughts. Sometimes I want to say crazy words, right? Right? I want to do crazy things, but I, but I keep myself grounded in the word so that I might not sin against thee, right? Okay. But even though, can you imagine if every one of us is just gone? Everyone that is half decent, that's covered with gone. What would it be like out there in the street? I don't think I'd want to go to Walmart at that moment. I don't want to go on the street. I'm sure they're going to have, they're going to have, you know, they're going to be like, it's every man for himself. Sounded like maybe the book of Judges. Everyone did what they saw fit in their own eyes. What does that sound like? Dun, da, da. <laughs> dun, da, da. You know what that is? Get smart. Chaos. Right? Well, there's a word, there's a Latin word that depicts what we just talked about. The church is gone. It's been raptured. Now, that word rapture is not in Scripture. But we use it. But the concept of being caught away is. And so, we're going to be caught away. What's that going to be like? The church age, which we're in right now, is between Daniel's 69th and 70th week. You're like, what is that? I'm just kind of, for those who like to study. And what I like about doing this stuff, it, it makes me even study even more. I'm really, really getting into this. Because I'm really liking, I'm just studying, listening, reading. I like it. So Daniel, remember in the book of Daniel? He talks about these 70 weeks. Well, where are we? We're not to the 70th week yet, but we're getting close. I truly believe the next biblical event to occur is the rapture of the church. Once the rapture occurs, then the wrath of God is poured out. The word rapture comes from a Latin word meaning to caught up or caught away. This means that those who trusted in Christ as their Savior will literally be transported from earth to heaven in an instant. I mean, it takes me longer now to get places. It's just the way it is. Right? I got a bit. I used to just pop out and roll, right? I'm on it. Oh, I like watching my boy. Wow, he just, he just hit the car. He brushed his teeth. I'm thinking, how are you doing, honey? All right, hold on a second. Oh, he's got, I'm going to get that feather. And then finally, you know what that is, kind of oh, clarity's come finally. And then I, and I get out of it. Right now. That makes sense. We're talking next instant. Those who are saved will be taken, caught up in the air to be with Jesus. Paul believed that Christ's return was imminent. That's what he said. Look at 1 Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. This kind of gets some background to this being caught away. For the Lord himself 
will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we'll be with the Lord forever. Now, is this the second coming of Christ? Because Christ came the first time as a what? As a baby. He touched the earth. He walked the earth. Here, he doesn't touch down. He's in the air, right? So it's not the second coming. The second coming is when he touches the earth. And it's going to split. That man of olives is going to open. So, he's, and what's he doing? What's happening? I, I used to think, and it does talk about in Scripture, like, you know, we'll get in a second, like, two people are in bed sleeping, one's taking, one's left. You know, one's grinding grain, one's two, I mean, two grinding grain, one's taking, one's left. I used to think it's like a Did you hear that? What's so and so doing? I'm pretty sure it's going to be catastrophic. You don't want Pastor Leo, fly in your plane if you don't know Jesus. <laughs> right? Envoy flight 909, come in. Envoy flight 909, come in. Somebody come in, flight 909. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> Anybody here? Can you imagine? Brace, brace for impact, brace for impact. Bracing, bracing. No, how they do the, I don't know how they do the plane. <laughs> right? I mean, Think about it, you're driving the road, all of a sudden, there's no one driving the car. I mean, a semi, I mean, right? The trumpet call of God, I'm sure someone's going to hear that. Did you hear that? Does that make sense? I'm thinking the whole world's going to know something's going to happen pretty soon. Isn't that crazy? I still want, I think it's gone. My grandma had the picture of like that day, like the event, like planes going down, cars crashing. I mean, like a real graphic in her house. It was carved like on a piece of wood, like those, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was in her shack in West Virginia, you know, three hours off the road, down up from two, you know, uphill both ways, you know. And, and it was way back there. I'll show you pictures of where she lived. I so wanted that, and I think it's gone. I don't know who's got it or if it's just, I'll pitch my uncle just burned it. He didn't like it. Wish I had it, though. I'd put it out my front door. <laughs> you come in. Love that thing. My wife would be like, no, I don't know about that. Yeah, right there. Better ask the wife, right? Not a good idea. The sudden removal of the church from earth to be with the Lord. A glimpse of what that day will look like. When will it happen? When? 
before the tribulation? Well, maybe it's three and a half years. Then mid? Well, I think we're in tribulation right now. So at the very end, seven years? Pre, mid, post? You read it. You tell me what you think. Who will go? Who won't go? Here's a thought I read this week. This is pretty neat. See if you like this. I came across this. I went, what? The dead in Christ. Okay, we just talked about, right? Verse Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. It says there, it says what? That the dead in Christ will rise what? First. Okay. Now, think about those who are in Christ. Is an Old Testament saint in Christ? Let's think about this. Listen to what this guy has to say. The dead in Christ will be resurrected. That is, believers of this dispensation will be raised. Old Testament saints, it seems, will be raised at the end of the Great Tribulation, according to Daniel 12, 2. For the phrase, in Christ, usually really refers exclusively to the church age saints. The bodies of the dead in Christ will rise before the living Christians are caught up to meet the Lord in the air. I don't know about that. I just thought it was neat to think about that. The church will be raptured. The church is no longer on the earth from Revelation 4 to 22. They're gone. How will the church leave? Who is the church? The concept of the second coming of Christ is mentioned over 300 times in the New Testament. Paul mentions it 50 times. Christ is called the what? The blessed hope in Titus. What's the purpose then of Christ's coming? What's his purpose? He wants to do what? Receive his what? Church. The redeemed, right? He's, he, he loves us so much that if he said he's coming, guess what? He's coming. He's coming. First John 3, 2 says, when he appears, we shall be like him. Okay, hold on a second. I'm thinking, okay, wait a second. What does Jesus look like right now? Does he have a body? Does he have bones? Does he have flesh? What do you think? Did he walk through a wall to the disciples? Hey, guys. Did he eat? Yeah. We shall be like him. Now, fish have one type of skin, and animals another. That's scripture, too. We're going to have a glorified body. Won't that be awesome? Eat if you want to eat. Don't eat. Eat if you want to. Can we kind of float? I don't know. Some of you might be able to do something different. I don't know how we're going to do it. Do you? I don't know. How does that work, right? I don't know. It's really going to be wild. No, because this body here, it dies, right? But remember when Mary saw him in the garden when he was resurrected? She didn't know who he was at first. So maybe you're going to look a little bit different. Maybe you wanted shorter hair. 
or you wanted smaller ears. I don't know. If you wanted hair, yeah, just wanted hair. <laughs> Think about that, Gilbert. We can't be like you, brother. We can't, man. You're just awesome, man. Got that going on. Yes, Lord. Yes. That's right. His promises are yes and amen. That's right. He's coming to get his church. It's followed by the judgment seat of Christ. That sounds kind of bad, doesn't it? But no, that's for us. Guess what? You're going to be judged for what you've done here on earth. Oh, really? Now you've been held accountable if you just heard. Remember I told you, you need to, don't come if you don't want to hear what you're responsible for. He has given you talents. He's given you kids. He's given you a wife. He's given you a car, a house, a rent. He's given you a roof. You see where I'm going with this? So when you stand there, he's going to say, I gave you five talents. Oh, I got five more. Oh, my gosh. Well done. Does that sound like scripture to you? Give you 10. You got 10 more? You can have 10 cities too. Well, who do I look at for the one? Um, can you imagine? What I, 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 you, here's your one coin. He says, I, I had it wrapped up in a cloth in my drawer because I knew that you were a hard man, that you harvest from the things you don't sow. That's scary. What's he say to that person? No, he, he didn't like that too well. So, yeah, you'll be judged. You may smell like, we may walk around people hoping, going, wow, you got a lot of odor, dude. You got body odor. It's like smoke. You all right? I just barely made it in. <gasps> I, I had that one coin, but I, uh, <laughs> you get that odor. I know you're kind of a lower rank. It's okay. Praise God. Is there ranks? I'm just asking. Oh. I was reading this morning. I read the flood accounts this morning. Crazy awesome. I read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah this morning. My devotional time. Oh, praise God. If only 50, would you? 40, 30, 10, 10? Why do you say five? That's it. And it walked away. Right? You know what I'm talking about? If you don't know, it's in Genesis 18. Just read through there. And then Genesis, yeah, well, well no, like six and then 18. And so, I read those because, like in Luke, it says, just in the days of Noah, people were marrying, having, you know, parties, 
and they were living life. And then all of a sudden, the floods came. I mean, it was 100 years building a boat, and it wasn't like it was like, you know, she was no, and of course, we don't know what it was like, right? We always make fun, like, you know, people mock them. Ah, yeah, nice boat. No, we don't know. We don't know, but we know mankind, right? If you built a boat in your backyard, people are like, what are you doing, James? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, year 50, I'm good. I'm about halfway done. Dude, that thing, wow, big boat. Got a party over here. You want to come? No, I'm busy. Got to put the pitch on to make sure it don't make sure it don't leak. Right? You ever thought about the food they throw in that thing? Food. Water? How do you get water? Does it rain? It's got like a little system that funnels in. It's a little blue bucket. You know, you see those things on right. You want to be eco-person, right? The eco, you have your drains down to the blue bucket, and then it waters the plants where you drink water. You ever seen that? It's eco guys, right? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Brian does that. And so, I was reading those stories. And then I thought, remember the sulfur, burning sulfur? So I thought, I'm going to go on my phone. Look at this sulfur thing. Burning, what is burning sulfur? I didn't know what that is. It said this morning that burning sulfur, when it burns, it, it, it turns into sulfuric, not acid, but it's like acid. And then if it's mixed with a little bit of water, it becomes liquefied like a little bit. And so if you, you can actually... Breathe it into your moisture of your lungs, and it suffocates you. I went, oh, what a horrible way to die, right? So I'm thinking, if you didn't make it from the blast, that some of them were like, bam, when it hit, you know, then if you walk around, he just died from that because of the, right, the sulfuric, you know, and it smells like rotten eggs. Mm. You ever drove by like the, like the uh, garbage dump? You ever been in the dump? Come and slip them off. They turn those biggest thing to turn it. Oh, it was like, oh, ooh, oh, oh, what was that? All those birds out there, I'm like, oh, that's gross. And they're pecking us. I'm like, oh, my, oh, 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 we are nasty people. Oh, nasty. You ever been there? Weeping and gnashing teeth and nails. It's not heaven. Weird, right? So I was reading that, and those stories are so vivid because it happened like immediate. And then I was reading the little story, the story about, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, and, and I got a little different twist this morning. You know how you recently get a different The twist was this. I was reading it as if Abraham is still praying the whole time that the angel's in town. Does that make sense? That may be not wrong, but I was reading as if like Abraham's on the mountain going, Father, if only 50 might be saved. Meantime, in the city, get out, get out, get out right now. Uh, get your, you know, right? Oh, God, if only 40. Right now, um, you better, I mean, you better, I'm, 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 the angels are in there. I'm going to destroy you right now. As a matter of fact, let's have sex with those guys. 
Right? Right? I hate that story. It's gross. And then, oh, God, just 30. That's a different twist, isn't it? Because there's a verse in there that says, I can't remember exactly, it's like it said that God couldn't do something because of a promise or a covenant. He was going to do something, but he goes, I can't do that because Abraham's praying. I went, what? Wow! That's revolutionary. Right there, if you just grab that little nugget, God's like, I can't do that because uh, me and him got a deal. Is that awesome? Think about that. That, that My more was like, whoo! That's, that's all I need for about a week. Whoo! That is like... Does that make sense? Wow! You can't do what, God? I'm, I'm thinking God's powerful, right? He can just go, Poof. but he's like, can't do that. I'm mean, right now. I've got this guy praying over here, Mr. Abraham. No, I'm only 10. Dude's still praying. I can't. Would you stop so I can take care of business? Does that make sense? All prayer doesn't work. I've prayed 50 years for that guy. Is he still alive? Way off my notes. Bummer. Well, you get the gist, right? So, when he talks to the church back in chapters two and three, is it? You know why he does that? Because he loves his church. Really, really. He goes, hey, guys, remember? You're supposed to repent and return. <laughs> hey, you in Ephesus. Oh, you're not going to? Ooh, this is not good because I'm coming. You're not. Oh, are you sure? Because it's like, right, Paul mentions back. You bet, did you not read? Paul mentions. All right, if that's what you want to do. I'm telling you, I'm coming. Oh, hey, Smyrna, you better endure and be faithful because I'm coming. Like next minute. Um, uh, Pergamum, you better repent. Thyatira, you better repent. You better hold fast. Sardis, you better watch. You better strengthen yourself. Remember, you better hold fast. You better repent too. This is all instruction straight from word. Boom, 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 boom. We read that. Philadelphia, hold fast. Laodicea, you better recognize you got a need. Red Church, you Listen, 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Listen, I tell you, mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in a twinkling of an eye. How's that work? Bam, you're changed. Isn't that crazy? Ready? Blink your eye. Bam, you're changed. That's cool. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. Okay, so four aspects of the rapture. One is Jesus Christ will return. Because what he says, he means. Right? 
2. There will be a resurrection of those who have died in Christ. There's a distinction, right? The dead will rise first. Which ones are dead? I don't know. Guy says, is this those who are in Christ? The others will be later on. I don't, I don't know. You tell me what you believe. Bottom line is, everybody's going to rise sometime. Right? Three, there will be a rapture of the living believers who are caught up with Jesus without experiencing death. And four, we will re- we'll be reunited with loved ones who have gone before to heaven. Wow! Can you imagine? Grandma so-and-so or brother so-and-so is in Christ. They died years ago. And I'm, I see people that have lost love. And they, they, sometimes they get sad. They cry. I mean, it's horrible. They're going through emotion. I get it to some degree. Can you imagine crossing over? What a reunion day. Hebrews talks about a great cloud of witnesses. I get this picture like they're kind of like looking over from heaven. Can they see us right now? I don't know. This is weird stuff, Pastor. Is it? What if your grandma could see you? What you're doing today? Would she? Oh. He would turn on, she'd turn over her grave. Remember people say that? She'd turn over her grave. She saw you doing that. She might be going, turn it over. I'm already watching. <laughs> Better get right. When you do, you're up here. I'm going to get you, boy. <laughs> Take you down, glory. Have a little fun, right? But they could happen right, right now, right? Isn't that crazy? You brush your teeth. What will you be doing when he comes back? Well, when I was a teenager, I went to the Philippines and talked about Jesus. That's the deal. That is. That's about it. But you know, those two weeks we were here. I work for Jesus. This is a good two weeks. You see what I'm telling you? You're not done till you're done. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 95. You ain't done. 96. So ain't done. You breathing? You ain't done. Me and Paul pray all the time for his family. Some that are older. He ain't done yet. He's still a patriarch of the faith. You got a lot of say in your family. Do you not? Sometimes you don't listen very good, but you'll get it sooner or later. All right, so those stories that I read this morning, and then we talked about this First Thessalonians thing, that, I mean, God is coming. The dead in Christ will rise. Those that are living will rise. Well, what do I do today with that, Pastor Jen? That's nice. Thanks for thanks. Home. That's great. Whew. All right, we learned some scripture. Praise God. What do I do today with that? Well, you know what you need to do. First thing, you need to occupy. Okay, what's that mean to occupy? 
That means you need to live responsibly. What does live responsibly mean? We all know what that means. Using our talents. Hey, and guess what? Laziness is not tolerated. Just so you know. You get in one thing, you go, oh, nice job. Uh, now let's get busy. Remember the disciples came back? They came back, and like, you know, and he goes, nice job, guys. All right, let's go. When you're done with the more work, there's more work to be done. It's never ending. Yeah, I know. It's never ending. It's like Monday morning every time. Monday morning, Monday morning, Monday morning. It's like, right? But let me tell you, there's rest on the other side. There is beautiful rest. If you're tired, if you're tired, you're gonna man, you're gonna be energized. So you need to occupy. Jesus smiles on the well-ordered private life. <laughs> Who are you when no one's watching? Right? That's kind of crazy, right? We read that book in our small group. Who you are when no one's watching? You're by yourself? Right? I know it's kind of dramatic, right? But you know what I'm talking about, don't we? You have to live what? Responsibly. Get out of the house, though. Do something. Go, go call somebody. Go have do something. Change your what? Behavior. Right? Does behavior have a consequence? Just saying, it does. All right. So we got to live what? Occupy. He says. Properly handling our possessions. Don't hide your talent. Use it. Don't hold back monies you're stealing. Are you using your possessions and money for God's glory? I ask all the time, Father, my car, my home, my bank account. Am I using it for what? For you. I'm kind of acting like maybe I'm going to be here for a while. Right? Do you have things like stored up like you have 10 cans of one thing? You're acting like you're going to be there for a couple days. Does that make sense? Nothing wrong with planning. Right? But we need to live like it's next minute. I show a video once in a while. I have a couple of you that show it. I should show it again pretty soon. And it talks about next minute. I need to, I need to run that thing. It's wonderful. Number two, we need to be pure. Stay pure. Purify yourselves. Third, we need to watch. Be alert. Watch. Because if he comes suddenly, he will. We have to watch. Remember when Jesus was with the disciples? He said, pray with me, and he went a stone's throw away. And he prayed, and he came back. Found them all in a prayer meeting. No, he found them asleep. Get up. Pray that you what? won't be tempted. So evidently, prayer counteracts temptation. I'm just thinking out loud a little bit. 
comes back again, still what? Sleeping. Third time. Come back the third time. Will he find the church asleep when he comes? And lastly, we're going to occupy, we're going to purify, we're going to watch, then we're going to what? We should be continually what? Worshiping. Worshiping. Worshiping, worshiping. Did I say worship? I was about ready to get there. After verse 1 of chapter 4, you're about to see something incredible. When it comes to the rainbow, you know, you, just, you know how you think of a rainbow going from like the pot of gold to the pot of gold? Like it's like a half a rainbow, right? Well, this, some guy says, is more just circular. It's all the way around. I like that. See, isn't that cool? That's cool. We're going to be blown away at what this is looking like when we go over. John's trying to tell you some things here. So what's going to happen after verse 1 on chapter 4? There's 68 things that Dake says is going to happen. I ain't got time to read them all. 68 things is going to happen after verse 1. Wow. Well, we're going to get there later. Those seals will be broken. What's that? We'll find out. Then those trumpets will start blowing. Seven of them. Man, that, you don't want to hear those things. And then those vials, those bowls will be poured out. You don't want to be around for those. They're hiding in the caves going, just kill us. We're dying. They just want to die. They just want to die. That's what it said. I just want to die. This is not a good place to be when God starts pouring out judgment. Why does he do that? Why would our loving God pour out wrath after verse 1? He has to. He promised it. It's who he is. He can't help but be who he is. He's other than what we are. So there's 68 things I was going to read, and I thought, nah, I ain't got time. My goodness, my goodness, the things are going to happen after that. So in other words, there's lots of things going on after that. So look at Revelation 1-3. You want to be blessed? Sure, we all do. We all, we, tell me about that one, Pastor. I want to be blessed. Verse 3, chapter 1. Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy. Okay? Read this word, you'll be blessed. Read it. Okay? Read it. 2. Blessed are those who hear it. Have your wife read to you. Or get Alexander Score to do. He'll read it to you. Or, and then take to heart what's written in it. What's that mean? Apply it to your life. Guess what? You'll be blessed. Amen? You'll be blessed. And when you do that, then you'll realize the time is short. And when you know it's short, you'll keep your life straight. And then when your life is straight, when he comes back, you'll be ready to go because he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. 